We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The Detroit Lions select Jameer Gibbs, running back, Alabama. Goff looks, Goff throws, caught inside the one, fighting for the end zone, and getting in for the touchdown, Detroit Lions. Amon Ross, St. Brown. The snap, he's got it, wants to throw, Wentz, looks, looks, pressure comes, Wentz, hit, sack, back inside the 20, Aiden Hutchinson, that's number two. Yo, what is going on guys? Welcome back to the Pride Podcast, episode 335 on the Blue Wire Network. I am Euro Tyler, join my main guy, as always, Mr. Malcolm Hart. Malcolm, how we feeling? Woo, man, yo, this is this time, it's, it's finally, it's finally time. We're going to talk about the Detroit Lions in the goddamn playoffs, man. Shit. This is great. It's, it hasn't like officially really kicked in for me. I feel like it's not going to really kick in for me until we actually enter that stadium on Sunday. And we're going to be like, damn. And we're going to see that little divisional t- like paint on the on the field. That's going to be like, damn. We're really here. We're, we're in the playoffs right now. Because right now, it's like, okay, yeah, we're playing the Rams. We're playing the playoffs. I don't know. But like, it hasn't really hit me. It hasn't really sunk in yet. It hasn't sunk in, man. It has for me. Shit, because usually this time it's like, all right, all right, we're going to see our football team until September. This is it. Let's talk about the, the draft and who could we possibly be drafted. But no, man, now we're talking about another goddamn game. <laughs> this is great. Hopefully more games, right? Hopefully more games, man. Let's go. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm looking forward to it, man. It's going to be a freaking blast on Sunday, like from – I was telling Malcolm because we're talking about tailgating. And I'm like, dude, I want to go out there as early as like 12 o'clock, 11 a.m. Like, just just get out there. I don't give a shit how cold it is. We'll bundle up. Like, yeah. we're, we'll we're going to have a good-ass time all day. All day. Let's do it. And if anyone's well, interested, anyone heading to the game, you guys could DM us. We'll we'll talk more about this tailgate. Um, woo! You know, I'm, I'm, I want to see everyone out there, man. I yeah. want to see everyone out there have a good-ass time. Come come hang out with your boy. Come hang out with your boys, man. Let's let's, let's go, man. Come out to the tailgate, man. We we're about to turn up, man. It's about to be fun, man. Can't wait. It's gonna be a good ass time, man. Can't wait. Um, all right, let's get right into it. Injury report, and then we'll talk about more details about this game. So I'll start off with the Rams injury report, and then I'll have Malcolm get into the Lions one right after. So 
We have offensive lineman Joe Northenbroom. He did not practice with a foot injury. We have defensive back Jordan Fuller dealing with an ankle injury. He did not practice. We have linebacker Troy Reeder dealing with a knee injury. He did not practice. We have offensive tackle Rob Harvenstein. It looks like it's resting, but did not practice on Wednesday. We have offensive lineman Kevin Dotson dealing with the shoulder. He was limited. And we have tight end Tyler Higby also dealing with the shoulder, who was limited on Wednesday. Malcolm, what's the Lions injury report looking like? Yerp. So what we have, man. So the Detroit Lions, we have a few people resting today. We have Taylor Decker. He's resting today. He did not participate in practice. Graham Glasgow, also resting, did not participate in practice. We have Sam Laporta. He has his knee injury. He was not. He did not practice today. That's kind of huge. We need to know what's the, the status of Sam Laporta. Frank Ragdale. He has. I mean, does it look like there's everything wrong with him? He's also resting. resting so he man. has. He had a lot of things going on with him: knee, back, arm, leg, shoulder, everything. But he's he's resting, so that's a positive. But he did not practice um, today. Khalif Raymond with knee injury. He did not practice as expected. And then we have our limited, which is Jerry fan favorite. I forgot to say that. Uh, Jerry Jacobs. He, he, he did not participate. He was limited in practice today. And then we have uh, everybody else was full. Everybody else that's on this list was full. Um, Brian Branch, John Kaminsky, James Houston. That's a huge one to keep an eye on. He was a full participant in practice. Cam Sutton. Jamison Williams, also a big one. Ankle injury, but he was a full participant in practice. And Brock Wright with his hip injury was also a full participant. Yep. That's big, man. I mean, there's some big ones on that list. I mean, Brock Wright to get him back is huge, especially with the Laporta injury. You know, he's a he's a very steady tight end, so to get him back is huge. JMO obviously is absolutely huge, and then James Houston. That's the interesting one. Full practice. I mean, they talked to Dan Campbell. I think it was on Monday or Tuesday, and they asked him about James Houston, and he didn't really sound too optimistic about him being activated this Sunday. But I don't know if Dan Campbell necessarily expected a full practice on Wednesday out of James Houston either. So maybe things are progressing a little bit better. This is his first full practice since the injury. So if we can get him back, what timing that would be to get some pass rush help around this time of game in the playoffs, man. That would be absolutely humongous. That would be great, man. But, yeah, I'm just, I mean, if he could string together a, a couple more of these, maybe two or three more full practices, I can see him playing. And they got two more, so they got Thursday oh, and they got more. Friday. So just two more. We just need two more from you, James. Just two more. Yeah. So we'll see what happens, man. If they could activate him this Sunday, I get that gets fun. And then regarding Sam Laporta, you know, I'm not gonna lie. When I first saw him get hurt, I just assumed he was out for the playoffs. Honestly, and I, I I wasn't optimistic. I'm like, the, the, he's he's done. But Dan Campbell has gave us some more optimistic reports that said this is more of a days thing than a week's thing. So we're talking days with Sam Laporta. Now, he didn't practice on Wednesday, but don't have to listen to the report. Participate in the walkthrough on Tuesday. Maybe he gives it a go. Maybe maybe Dan gives a little rest this week on the practice field, but he's ready to go Sunday. That would be awesome, dude. I don't know. My gut feeling is gut feeling. This is the, There's no report to this. Just a gut feeling. Me, myself, I think he's going to sue it on Sunday. I like he's it. Up on Sunday. I like it. Now, how much he plays, I don't know. I think he's going to be activated on Sunday, though. That's my that's that's my opinion. That'll be huge. That'll be huge for Detroit. I think the kid's an absolute warrior. Someone tweeted this. I think they said it was the same exact injury as Travis Kelsey, the game that he missed the lines, but he almost suited up too. Like if the, if that was a playoff game, Travis Kelsey's playing. And yeah. I think in this case, 
It's a playoff game, huge game. I think Laporta plays. I think he puts a brace on it and he gives it a go. That's what I honestly think. I think he'll put a brace on it and he'll be right out there. But you know, if he doesn't give it a go, you know, don't, don't come hating my DMs. This is this is all my opinion. <laughs> I don't know. I have you nothing. Told us. They'll be like, they'll be like, you told us. Guys, I have no report connected to this. This is just my gut feeling. I think he's going to suit up, but we, we don't know. We'll see. They'll know Friday. I mean, if he's listed out, out on Friday, then he's out on Friday. We'll see what happens. But getting Brock Wright's pick you, to get some more stability back at tight end. Them not going after working out any tight ends too makes me feel more comfortable that they know something about Sam Laporta. But I don't know. Yeah. We'll keep it at that. We'll keep it at that. Yeah. Okay. So that's the injury report. Now getting into this Lions offense versus this Rams defense. You know, I'll kick it off to you. I mean, this Lions offense has been very good. They've been clicking recently. What do you expect them to do this Sunday? What's the game plan? I, I think the game plan is exactly what they've been doing all year. I, I, I think nothing changes. Um, with this team, you're playing against the Rams. I mean, they do have, you know, the Hall of Feature Hall of Famer, um, Aaron Donald up front. But besides him, it looked like there's a bunch of young pieces. Just a bunch of ton of, a ton of young pieces. Just all around. Um, even from, from their linebackers to the corners. Um, it looked like there's a bunch of young guys. And they're playing, they're playing good football. But I think nothing changes with this team. I think we stay with the run game. Um, we got Montgomery. We have um, um, blinking a name. Jameer blinking. Gibbs. Jameer Gibbs, my guy. <laughs> um, yeah. So we have we have two dynamic running backs. We we know we, we pound the rock just like we did all year, and then we just you know let golf do what he does. And I think golf is 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 very motivated for this game because he's playing against uh, his, his former team, um, a team that gave up on him. Like the team that pretty much threw him away, so I, I think Jared Goff is gonna be playing this week with a chip on his shoulder. We could be, we could see one of Jared Goff's better games, and I think that's gonna be huge because if he could come in this game and and do that and, and let the momentum go, go forward, and we keep you know going deeper in the playoffs, that's gonna be huge for Detroit. So Jared Goff and and offense lines is the key to this game offensively, man. 100%, man. Make golf as comfortable as possible. Get the surrounding pieces around him. And, and they have that right now. I mean, obviously, we don't know the status on Sam Laporta, who's been an absolute huge piece of this offense. And, you know, we haven't really seen him play without Sam Laporta. I mean, we saw a second half versus the Vikings, which, you know, I don't really count too much because, you know, they were subbing in guys and out and whatever, right? So we'll see how the offense looks if Laporta can give it a go. And even if he does give it a go, how much of it is he going to really contribute to the team? You know what I mean? Like, we, we don't know what to expect out of that tight end spot. And, you know, Laporta has been huge for this offense on third down in the red zone. Like he's been one of Goff's favorite weapons, probably outside of Amon Ross and Brown, I would say, or he's, he's right up there, I would say, with them. But I think you hit it right on the nail. You know, offensive line is healthy. You still have your two-headed monster in the backfield, Monty and Gibbs. You're going to get them involved. And something the Lions have done really, really well in the past month not really necessarily last game, but for the past month, they've done really a good job with this is time of possession and owning that time of possession. I think that's going to be the winner of this game. I think winner of the time possession is going to be vital in this game. If the Lions could have those long drives and score touchdowns, like that ruins all the momentum for the Rams on offense. And it gives you an edge and it gives your, your defense an edge because you're keeping them off the field, keeping them rested. And it gets the Rams offense a little bit out of their swagger. So owning that time possession, I think, is very, very vital. And, you know, this Rams defense is nothing too special. You know, as far as their total defense, they're ranked 20th. They average 
337 yards per game total, which is similar to yours. You average 336. So you are a one-yard difference on defense um, as far as giving up yards in a game. Rushing defense, you know, they're allowing 106 average. And their passing defense, they're allowing 231 average. So, like, you know, the, the, there's nothing special about this Rams defense. Yes, they have a future Hall of Famer, Aaron, Aaron Donald, but it's young. And I think the Lions weapons are, you know, I think they are better than the Rams defensive pieces. Um, so if, if the Lions could do what they could do in some of these certain games where they could just own that time of possession, keep the Rams off the field. You know, I like the Lions chances on offense to kind of put the Rams away. And, you know, this is a team that doesn't really cause many takeaways. They are the second or worst team at causing takeaways. They only had 15 takeaways all season long. So they're ranked 30th in the whole league. So I think that's also another advantage. If the Lions could play clean, which they have been a lot better since that little funk they were in, I think that's also huge because we can't have one of those games where golf is having three fumbles or three interceptions or anything like that. So, you know, time of possession, we say it every week, and the turnover battle is going to be really big. And we haven't talked about this Rams offense yet. We know Stafford's you know prone to some turnovers in the game. You know, he's prone to throw a pick or two. So if he could win that turnover battle as well, again, I like the chances again for the Lions to win this game. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Yeah, I, th- I think this is going to be a battle of the offenses. I mean, I think both offenses are going to be able to pretty much have their way. So it's, I, I think, like you said, man, it may come down to, you know, the time of possession and, and also who has the ball last right. um, to, as far as who's going to come out on top of this game because I think both offenses, as far as Detroit and the Rams, I think they're both playing at a high level right now. It's what got them here. At the, for You know, Dan Campbell said, like, we're going to do what got us here. And I think for both teams, I think that's what got them here is their offense. I don't think their defense has really got them here. And they've been good enough for both sides. But for the most part, what has won the Rams games? What has won the Lions games? It's been their offense. It's been the quarterback. It's been their running game. It's been the the weapons around their quarterback, the offensive line. That's what I think is going to come down to the end of the day. So who's going to be the better offense? That's going to be the great question. Whose defense is going to fold? That's a good question. And that's what we're going to have to wait for Sunday. And, it, like, this is as balanced, I think, of a matchup as it gets, man. They are such an even team, I think. Mm-hmm. Like, like their offenses are very similar. Defenses are pretty similar. Like, like this is as even as a matchup as it gets. And, like, you can't ask for much more as a football fan. As a Lions fan and as a Rams fan, you're probably going to be sweating your tits off this whole game. But, like, it, it's going to be an insane game, I think. An insanely close game. 
Yeah, I, I think it is too, man. I, I think it'll be a insanely high scoring game as well. I think there's gonna be a lot of uh back and forth as as, as well, man. Um shit. The Rams. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I really think it'll be like a, a back and forth game, a, a big shootout. Is it gonna be like the last time we were four field altogether? A Seattle game? I hope not. I hope we not. lost <laughs> that game. We lost that game. Well, we forced I think there'll be some punts on both sides of the ball. Yeah. In this game. Yeah. yeah that, that that's good. We didn't we didn't force a punt. That's we not that's like a single punt. Yeah, that's that let's not let's not have that happen again. Let's not have that happen again. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean that defense this defense obviously from that game has improved a lot significantly. You know, they're still not fully there yet. I think it's gonna be interesting too, because we've talked about Aaron Glenn. Sometimes he comes in with these great game plans. Like we saw the Cowboys game where that defense was absolutely balling versus a hot Dallas offense at home. And we've seen Glenn do a good job with doing a good job when it's not a mobile quarterback. And Stafford's not the most mobile quarterback either. So I, I think that could give an advantage to the Lions defense as well in this game. Yeah. I mean, we've seen Stafford for 12 years. We kind of know Stafford's ups and downs. We've seen his ups and downs um, as, as a quarterback. We've seen his highs. We've seen his lows. Um, with, with the Rams, I think what, what we have to do as far as stopping – Trying to contain, like, I think it's, it's hard to stop this offense because I think they have a lot of weapons. Uh, to contain them, first thing you gotta do is you gotta stop that running back, Williams, number 23. Um, which I think Detroit could do because Detroit, if there's one thing that, that they've been consistent all year, and that, that, that's been stopping the running game as far as these running backs and limiting these running backs to having one of their worst games when they play against the, the Detroit Lions, which is, I think, that's that's key. So we could take Williams out. And this sounds crazy, but you 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 want to you know make him one dimensional, which Stafford is very comfortable doing because he he's been one dimensional ninety percent of his career. <laughs> so ninety is like, an understatement too. I think. I think, yeah, it's, I think it's even higher. <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe like 90, 90, 95 percent of his career. I think you know, he's he, had two seasons with a thousand yard rusher this year, and that one twenty thirteen season with, with Reggie Bush. That's the only time he's ever had a thousand yard rusher. Yeah, so I mean, if anybody knows about anything being one dimensional offensively, is Matthew Stafford. Absolutely. So, I mean, even though you're yeah, we're gonna limit them and make them one dimensional, is that the best option? I mean, yeah, because you don't want them to be able to run the ball down our throats and we can't stop the run game. You have to stop the run. Um, but Stafford, we have to win with the front four. I mean, you look at the games when he was a lion. What games give Stafford all the problems? Every time he played the Vikings, why did the Vikings always give us problems? Because they had a front four pressure. They were able to drop anybody else in coverage. And when you were able to run, when you were able to pressure Stafford with your front four, he was able to, you know, he he's more prone to make mistakes. Hundred percent. If you start blitz him, if you blitz him, he'll fuck you up. Yeah. Um, because he he's really good at um seeing the blitz, recognizing the blitz, and making you pay. But if you win with your front four. And that's where Aaron Glenn has to come. And these guys, you know, Aiden Hutchinson, Aline McNeil, all these guys in our front four. If we could win with our front four and able to drop everybody, go seven in coverage, we could make we could give Stafford a hard time. Honestly, can't if they if they're able to pull that off. Now he, Aaron Glenn starts start blitzing, and then Stafford starts seeing it and start picking us apart. You know, that's that's another story. But uh, I, I wouldn't blitz Stafford because he's really good against the blitz. He's been like that his whole career. Um, he struggled with the front four pressure. So that, that's how that's how you got to beat him. Yeah, I mean, you, I mean yeah. we see we see Stafford too, for too long. This then that's that's what gives him problems. That's what gave him problems his whole career is is the front four pressure. 
they have to win up front. It's a big if, though. You know what I mean? Because we, we, we tried that. We've tried that this year, especially early on, with just trying to get pressure with the front four, and we've seen it where – you know, quarterbacks have all day. They could take a nap, wake up, throw a pass to Cooper Cup. Like, like they're like that's what that's what they could do, right? Yeah, yeah. So it's a little scary when you have to only rely on your front four. But like then again, it's really scary if you start blitzing Stafford because you know he's gonna, you know, he has the ability to start, you know, dicing your defense apart. So it's a tough scenario either way because I think something the Lions have done really well at, and why they're generating more pressure recently is because they've been blitzing a lot more often. They've been one of the higher teams at blitzing recently. And it's worked, but we haven't played a quarterback like Matthew Stafford yet. We played Dak. They did a very good job with Dak. But Matthew Stafford, we've talked about, man, when you start blitzing Matthew Stafford, that's when it gets dangerous and that's when it gets scary. And I think that's what makes even the James Houston like stuff even more interesting because if you get him back, I think you feel more comfortable with your front four because James Houston has a lot to work as a as an edge rusher, as a full per, like a, like as a full football player in defense. Like He has a lot to work on. But one thing I'm not worried about James Houston is put him on the defensive line and go after the quarterback. That's I'm not worried about James Houston. I know he could do that at an elite level, honestly. I saw it last year for a stretch of games where he was able to pick up eight sacks in a little over a month. So I know he's capable of doing that. So if you can get him back this game, I know he hasn't played since week two. I know he'll probably be a little rusty. But if you can get him back, I think he gives you a better shot of not having to blitz as often and you can get more pressure out of your front four and not all the attention is on Aiden Hutchinson now because James Houston's going to be on the field. And, you know, now you have Aleem, who's one of your better pressure guys in, in the interior, so that's big as well. So I agree that the front four is very vital in this game, but I could see that backfiring very easily where, you know, they try that out to start the game and Stafford says all day in the pocket. And then they have these elite receivers like Puka Nakua and, Cooper Cup, and they're just going to find a way to get open, especially with this line secondary. Yeah, I, I, I think regardless, they're going to find a way to get open. I mean, <laughs> we don't have guys to cover these guys. This, guys, this is what it boils down to. We don't have any guys to cover these guys. They're going to they're gonna get their numbers. It, it is what it is. The only thing we could possibly do is hope for Stafford to have mistakes. That's all we can pray. That's all you think we could do. Which, he, which he's very prone to do. Yeah, if if you if you like I said, if you, if you're able to do it with your front four, drop everybody else in coverage, or just be able to disguise coverages and maybe you know slightly confuse Stafford and shit like that, yeah. But if you start blitzing them and he's able to recognize the blitz and you're gonna find the, the opening and those guys are gonna go off. And yeah. regardless what we, regardless what we do, whether we blitz them, put four in coverage, rush four, those two guys are gonna get their numbers. I mean, shit, anybody betting and you're doing a parlay. You hundred yard both of these guys. Like you over a hundred yard both of these guys and call it a day. I'm not sure they're gonna win, but they're gonna get their numbers. We have we're not gonna have an answer for them. It is, is at this point you just gotta learn to accept it. That's the scary thing too, is because they have two guys. Not like I mean we've had a problem like when we play like Justin Jefferson, but like they don't really have another guy. I mean Addison's good, but like you know he, he's he's not fully there yet. Like Puka Nakua is there already. Cooper yeah. Cups was a Super Bowl MVP two years ago. I know he missed some time, but like he's still an elite receiver at the end of the day. So like that's the scary part, and, and like that's when we put like you kind of go back to like when's the last time the Lions played really two good receivers? Tampa Bay, yeah, and they did a very good job with them with Godwin and, and Mike Evans. But then I go back to the Seattle game this year. They played DK Metcalf. They played Tyler Lockett. They had zero answers for either of those guys, and you know the, the Lions tried the whole thing with just having their front four get pressure and. 
you know, Gino had all day in the pocket and th those two gave you big issues, especially Lockett and then Metcalf even sprinkled in there a little bit too. So it, it's a tough game plan for Aaron Glenn for sure, but he has been better the last month. It's something new, you know, that's what Dan Campbell said. Like it's something new they haven't faced this year. So, you know, we'll, we'll see what they have to bring to the table. Yeah, I think what factors in as far as like you're talking about the other receivers that we played, like the, the Mike Evans and and, and Godwin. Um, but the thing is, their quarterback was Baker Mayfield. You know, they did the big the big difference. I mean, if we, big we difference played, between him and Stafford. We, we, we played uh, DK Metcalf and, and Lockett, but their, their quarterback is Geno fucking Smith. I mean, it is it's different from Matthew Stafford. You know, Matthew Stafford is he is now, he's a Super Bowl winning quarterback, did he win MVP that year or Super Bowl MVP? Or no, it was Cooper Cup. No, Cooper Cup. He's damn near. I mean, he's Mr. Matthew Stafford. All right, we know what he could do. We 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 know what he Matthew Stafford could do. He can make every throw in the field. He he could, he does no lookers. He, he he has a hell of an arm. We know Matthew Stafford. So is, this is a different type of beast, a different type of animal we're, we're heading against. Now we're playing against yeah, two good receivers and and a hell of a quarterback. And a hell of a running back. I know you like you're hell saying of running back. Yeah, hell I know. Back I know too. we're confident in the run defense, and I am right there with you. But like, that's another animal. Like, you oh, have they, to focus on too. They absolutely cannot let him get going. No, if they get him going, that's when it gets really, really scary. Because then they start owning the time then possession. They, 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 then they could do whatever they want. Because we'll never get on the field. I mean, they're gonna have those long, stupid, you know, long eight minute drives, and they have they, to have to stop. Cooper thing is Cooper Cup and and, and, and Puka. They're gonna get their shit. There's nothing we could do against that. <laughs> you know, you stop Williams. You make sure 23 is under his production. You, you get him under that 70, 80 yards around there and make sure he's not killing us on the field. Right. You have to make sure that's your main priority. Which they've that's done all year. Which they've done all year at a, exactly. an elite level. That's why I'm pretty confident in, in the run defense. Same. Um, it's just that, you know... I just honestly think like we have to like the, the key for Detroit to win this game is, is to win a turnover battle. So if we could get Stafford to make a mistake or two, I could see us winning this game. Right. I mean, like I said, I think this is even as it gets. It really is. Like the offenses are both, I think, very elite. And I think the defenses are are very subpar. It's just like which one is gonna fold more, I think, in this game. And like I said, the turnover battle is gonna be huge, and I think we would have the advantage of winning that turnover battle just with Stafford's mistakes. You know, he he's more of a gunslinger. He's willing to take chances. And if the Lions could take advantage and, and cause those turnovers, like, that's big. But to be fair to this Rams offense, like, they don't really give away the ball that often either. They've only had 18 giveaways all season. They're ranked sixth in the whole NFL. So, like, they do a very good job of not fumbling the ball or intercepting the ball. And the Lions have done a pretty good job with that all year, too, outside that little – stretch that they had, you know, where, where they were giving all the way the ball like three times a game, essentially. Yeah. Well, other than that, like they've been very, very good. So like, man, it's, it's the playoffs, dude. Like there's no gimmies in the playoffs. Like you're not playing the Carolina Panthers. Like yeah. every team you're going to play in the playoffs is, is good. Like they yeah, made it there good. for a reason. Yeah. Like yeah, that's, that's exciting. No this, givens. this is the exciting part, man. And this is, and we're, we're there. So, this is this is the man. This is exciting, man. I got this. <laughs> this is a great matchup, man. I think both sides. I mean, I think you know both offenses is gonna, is gonna do what they have to do. I think it'll be fireworks, man. I just I just can't wait. So since we're not doing a show on Sunday, I'm sorry for the people that tune into that. 
We'll be at the game. Maybe we'll yeah. do like so like a drunk Instagram live because I well, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Do, do do like Instagram live. Yeah, we might be boozing by then, but yeah. <laughs> For anyone who's sitting at home, <laughs> again, that's another reason why you come to the tailgate. There'll there'll be guys, booze. There's gonna be booze there, guys. <laughs> guys, go to the tailgate, man. Twenty one and up. Not going to the game. Just go to the tailgate, man. It's gonna be lit. I'm IDing you guys. I'm twenty one and up. <laughs> yeah, twenty one and up. Yeah, we're not trying to get in trouble. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Uh, so maybe yeah, maybe we'll do an Instagram live. So we're gonna do our predictions now, you know, just kind of like what we think is gonna happen. Some game thoughts. We'll have our scores and everything. So we'll we'll do that all now in this episode. W- what are your predictions? I know you're saying fireworks. Like, yep. give me a give me a score. Yes, yeah, score. Here we go. Drum roll, please. Let's go 42-37 Lions. Oh man, you have real, real fireworks. Fireworks. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think it'll be that type of game, man, because. You you're looking at this this on paper, and you're like, okay, how are the Lions gonna stop Cooper Cup and Puka? How the, how the hell are they gonna do that? So you know they're gonna get their numbers. You know they're gonna get touch. They they're gonna get theirs. And then you're looking at the other side of the ball. You're like, wait, how are they gonna stop uh uh St. Brown and all these running backs? And how are they gonna stop all these guys? So the Lions are gonna get theirs too. So I think it's gonna be a, a offensive shootout. I think whoever wins this game is, is whoever wins the turnover battle. And I, I just I just hope Detroit follows the game plan that they're listening to this. Rush four, uh hopefully get to Stafford, drop seven in coverage, disguise that shit. He's gonna throw one to you by by mistake because we've seen Stafford through his do this his whole career. So let's win this turnover battle and let's win the shootout, man. Let's go. Let's get man. our first playoff victory, man. Since what was that 91? 91, yep. 91, man. Shit, that's when my wife was born. This is it. <laughs> I mean, that that's like not even just a Lions classic of all time that you're gonna watch back. Like that's an NFL classic, man. Forty, yeah. what'd you say, forty-two thirty-seven? Forty, forty-two thirty-seven. Yeah, that's like a game that like NFL fans will be talking about for for years and years to come. You know, like like you remember that Lions Rams game on Sunday Night Football in the Wild Card round? Like that that's yeah. like the type of like recognition you're gonna get. Yeah, and you're on the primus of prime times, Sunday Night Football, and the NFL playoffs. You're not on Saturday Night Peacock. You're not Saturday 4.30 to open up the playoffs. You are on Sunday night football in the playoffs. That's nuts. That's absolutely nuts. Bro, just, just look at it. I mean, if, if you're not a fan of any of the teams right now. Oh, yeah. This, like, is the, this is the what best. Is, what is the most intriguing game? This game. On the, this game on 1,000%. The best storyline, 100%. You know? Yes. You know, Jared Goff versus former team that, like you said, threw him away. First in the coach that threw him away in McVay. Obviously, we know about Stafford coming back to Detroit for the first time. Like, that's a huge storyline. And it's crazy because there's a lot of storylines out right now. There's a lot. Uh, you know, you got Tyreek Hill going to, back to Kansas City. Oh, it's almost like it's a. Uh... It's like, like, like a script. You know? yeah, I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> but, shit, you got uh, the, 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 what's the, the Cowboys coach. Uh, yeah, Mike McCarthy playing the playing Packers. The play Packers. Yeah, I mean, there's so many storylines going on. But which one is the most intriguing right now that everybody's going to be Focus on, I think, is this game right here. Man. I mean, it's one of the biggest trades we've seen in the last five years, 100%. One of the biggest trades we've seen in the NFL. And now you're seeing it really come full circle. And those teams face off at Ford Field in the playoffs. And it's not like they've been here before. This is Stafford's first time playing a game in Detroit since the trade, who was the franchise quarterback for 12 freaking years. Yeah. I know, like, I know he's going through a lot of emotions, too. So hopefully that throws him off a little bit. <laughs> Because I, I, I don't, I don't care. He's, he's human. 
So he has to have emotions. The emotions has to be going through his. his he won't body. say it, but yeah, hundred percent. Of course, if, yo, you watch Kelly's Instagram and all weeks he's been talking about this. Yeah, and not even he's, Stafford. Golf too, man. He's, yeah. he's he's fired up too. Yeah, I think golf is just fired up in a different way. Golf is fired up as y'all y'all, y'all threw me away. All right, he has that same that that Amaral St. Brown mentality right now. I think Stafford minds is a little bit different. Like he's like, oh man, you know, I'm going back to Detroit. Yeah, uh, you know, I haven't. I didn't. I didn't win here. You know. I, I think it's a little bit different. You know. But I think golf has something to prove. Steph's gonna see that banner up there. Yeah. You know, they, I think they they did that on purpose. They knew Stafford was coming town because they usually I feel like they do it the next year. They did that shit on purpose. Like, no, Stafford, you're gonna see it this year in the playoffs. Hey, and then, I mean, at the, at, the, at the end of the day, man, what do you want to point fingers or not? It, it wasn't Stafford's fault. No, I mean, I've. Yeah. I don't have to go back and say my whole thing, Stafford. All business Sunday. Yeah, yeah. They, You're still my favorite player in NFL history. Yeah. As of right now, like he is my favorite player. He's the guy that got me into football. Um, but I'm sorry. This Sunday, you know, no, yeah, I don't I'm know, not I clapping don't. for you. No not tribute clapping. video. No tribute. I'm not gonna boo you. I'm not gonna boo. Oh yeah, that's tough, man. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna boo. I'm not gonna boo him. I know people are gonna boo. I know they're gonna boo. Yeah. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna keep quiet. I'm not gonna do anything. I'm not gonna I don't think there should be claps either, though. They're not gonna there should not be they, uh, they shouldn't be clapping. Yeah, I think he it's, is the enemy. It's business, man. And he knows that. We're we're that meets him now. Yeah. I don't know why. I mean, um Kelly, are they, are, yeah, she's taking some of the stuff uh, to to the heart. She saw she saw the D lines post. That was crazy. Oh, and I don't know. First of all, people I I I know I talked about it last episode that they should. They, they should they should ban the Stafford jersey. I, I said it as a joke. That was um, before, that was all before because we recorded that Monday night and it all happened Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, and then and then yeah, and then he posted it, which guys, there's no proof to that. So the, the, you can wear your stuff. It's, it's not really banned, you know. <laughs> I don't know how it got to um the the Pat McAfee show, and then now the, Kelly got a hold of it, and she's like, oh, I'm hurt because <laughs> we don't feel that way about Detroit. Could you imagine if they actually did a, a jersey band like every usher that he walked in? Oh hell no, you gotta walk out, take that shit off. They said, number, they said number nine, which number nine? God damn it, turn around. You gotta make sure it says J Bo. It's like, oh okay, you can come in. Oh stop, get the hell, get the hell out of here. Take it off, throw it in the garbage. That'd be wild. No, there, there's no jersey band, guys. Um, that, but yeah, Kelly, Kelly's taking it to the heart. Like she was saying, how. She she feels she feels sad because she doesn't feel that way about Detroit. Yeah, I mean it is what it is, dude. Uh it's it's a game, dude. It's a game at the end of the day. <laughs> Love Matthew, but like you know, the, 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 I don't th- believe there's a single Lions fan that's actually cheering for him out there in this game. Yeah, it's like, gonna be it, tough. She's bringing she's bringing the, the, the kids too. I don't think yeah. it's a good thing to bring the kids. Yeah, no, they'll find dude. Then I don't think will happen. But no, I'm not saying they think they happen to him. <laughs> but I'm saying like. No, I'm pretty sure you don't want to hear their dad being booed and shit like that. Like, does uh does the Ford family put the the, the Staffords in a suite or or just treat them like the ch- what the fuck? Why would they do that? I I agree. I don't think they should either. <laughs> why why would they do that? Business as usual. Whatever road opponents' family sit at, that's where you're sitting at. You damn right. What the hell? I'll be seeing St. Brown's family in the fucking stands. Are you talking about in the booth? That's true. I think his brother's coming too. He's coming. Yeah, like when he was. I mean, shit. He ain't, he ain't got nothing. He got nothing else to do. He might as well come. 
Shit, he has nothing else to do. Maybe he'll pull up to the tailgate too. He's got time. <laughs> yeah, shit. But, but no, absolutely not, man. They shouldn't get no special treatment. They're no way team. We love them. We appreciate everything they did to Detroit for Detroit. They still got charities and stuff going on, and they're gonna check it out, check up on them when they come back in town. But we appreciate everything they did, man. But god damn it, if anybody knows about this history and what this means to Detroit, what this what it means to this team. It should be them. They should be completely understood, uh, understanding about what's going on and how we feel 100%. about the situation. 100%. We cannot cheer for – we can't do it. Today's not the day to cheer for it. When he comes back next year, like you said, they want to do a tribute video for him. I think that's appropriate. They want to thank him, retire his jersey. I don't give a damn what they do next year. I don't care about that jersey. But this Sunday, this is, we're in business. We're in business mode, man. Yeah. It's like, just like – uh. Well, Jay Curb said, "Man, the only J- the only nine I know is J Mo, and that's how that's how I'm, I'm leaving it as that." Yeah, I agree, man. Yeah, I think next year is appropriate them to do the the whole appreciation thing this Sunday, man. Once the game starts, nothing, dude. Even before the game, nothing. You know, like we're not we're, there, there. Should be no claps for Matthew. I don't think there's you could be, be a fan, however you like to be a fan. I don't. I don't really care. It doesn't really affect me. I'm just telling you what I'm going to be doing. I'll be yeah. sitting down, sitting back. Love Matthew, but I'm not cheering for him. Not I'm going to tell, tell you what I'm going to be doing. If you're out there with a Stafford jersey, I will question you. I'm not saying <laughs> you should do it or not. But I'm going to just ask you what, team, what side do you want? Because I, I just personally going to want to know. Yeah, I mean, I don't think it's the appropriate time to wear Stafford jersey. But if that's the only jersey you have, that's the only jersey you have. Like, whatever. You better take you better take you a scotch it. tape. You better take some, you put some duct, duct tape, tape over. Yeah. Duct tape and write <laughs> Williams. JMO, my cousin yeah. did that for 2019. We went to the Lions Packers game when we were tanking, and he had an old Sue jersey. We put Chase Young's name on it. We put Young. I remember. I remember. So you know, it's, it's, did, it's a simple research. process, guys. Only a little duct tape and a little sharpie. It's a simple process. I'll say that you can take it off right after. Yeah, there it is. There's the solution. Yeah. All right. Uh, my prediction for this game, and we got a little off track, but my prediction for this game is I think it's gonna be. Very close. Not as fireworks as you, but I think it's going to be close. High scoring. I'm going to go 31-27 Detroit. And I have a little extra caveat that's going to make us sweat like crazy. You're not going to like this. Is it going to come to a game-winning drive? It's going to be a minute 50 left on the clock. The Lions are going to be up four points. Stafford has an opportunity for a touchdown to win the game. You can throw it a bounce. You can throw it a bounce. Hutchinson's <laughs> going to get a strip sack Get the fuck out of to here. win the game. <laughs> If that happens, let's go, man. I don't oh, man. It's going to be like the Bears game a little bit. Like a little strip sack, but maybe not the touchdown. He's just ordered the safety. He's going to get on that ball, game over. If they give the ball to Stafford, if we're under a touchdown, I'm I'm going to be stressed oh, the fuck out. <laughs> I'll be stressed out. Wedding. <laughs> I'll be stressed out, man. If it's, yeah, anything under seven, if it's like six or five or four. I'll be like stressed, bro. I'll even be worse if it's like two, if they only need a field goal. <laughs> yeah, I'll be, I'll be stressed out, bro. We've seen yeah. Stafford do it too many times. But hopefully, I'm telling you, man, you might say, Detroit, this is for you. And tuck that shit out of bounds. <laughs> Can you imagine? Cooper comes wide open down the field. Two seconds left. Stafford throws it out of bounds. Game <laughs> over. He uh, gave it to Detroit. Man. He'll become my hero instantly. <laughs> it's crazy. He'll become my hero instantly if he did some shit like that. I mean, that's not the way I would want to win. 
I don't want to. I don't want to. Don't have bad thoughts going into this game, but like if we somehow do lose, is it officially F Stafford? Is he just a villain now? If he if he puts it to us like that, like say it was like a game winning drive and he goes on the field in 30 40 seconds and he does one of his magical comeback drives and then it wins a game and has that last second touchdowns and shove it down our throats and walks out of the field celebrating. Yeah, it's officially F Stafford. That's it. I'm <laughs> he got to sell his house. He can't come back to Detroit no more. No more he can't come, he no can't more, come back. No, no, no more ring of honor ceremony for him. Nah, man, no, no, no jersey he retirement. He can't, he can't come back at that point, man. He can't. Uh, what? Yeah. A, a game winning drive, 30, 40 seconds, and then shove it down our throat, and then go out the field celebrating. There's a cartwheel on the sidelines. It's not gonna happen, guys. We're not. We're not. We're not. It's not happening. So we don't have to worry about it. We don't have to worry about it. We're gonna win this game. It's not gonna matter. So, oh man, I'm excited, dude. I'm, I'm yeah, very. I'm, uh, I'm excited. I, 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 we didn't mean to go off topic and get bad juju right now. Because I know, like, oh, man. Like, why would you say that, Malcolm? <laughs> God damn it! I, I'm excited though, man. This is something we've been waiting for our whole life for, dude. Um, I know the Ford family is some greedy bastard those ticket prices, but they got me. They got you. They got us all, dude. They got, they, they got us all. They got us, man. I'm not gonna lie, but because they knew it, they knew we were. They, they knew we were desperate. They know we were willing to pay for it. They, they know we've been it. waiting for this. But man, like we've been waiting for this our whole life, dude. A home playoff game, and you can't ask for a better story, dude. It's it's, it's the Rams coming here with the whole golf and Stafford situation. Like this is history. You can't ask for a better storyline like that. That that's literally poetic. That's cinema. If the Lions win this game, this gonna be in history, man. This is always gonna be the Lions' first playoff home playoff game since uh, what's it called? Since since uh, nineteen ninety three. Yeah, and first one in Ford Field history. Once first time Ford Field history, man. This is history. This is yeah. This is history, and it doesn't get more poetic in cinema when you do the documentary in a couple years when the Lions win this game. And they say the Lions' first home playoff game to end the whole misery of losing. Third for third documentary is going to release how the Lions beat the former franchise quarterback for 12 years, Matthew Stafford. Oh, this is off topic, but what's the name of this 30 for 30 going to be? Is it going to be like a 30 for 30 uh, bite, bite your kneecap off or 30, um, 30 for 30? So the Pistons one is, I think it's just called the Bad Boys. The Bad Boys. All, the All Grit 30 for 30. All Grit 30 for 30. I like that. Something like that, maybe. I, I like that. Something like that, yeah. Uh, yeah, if Detroit, if they find a way to go all yeah, the way. They, they yeah. need that. This is something that they need a story on. <laughs> if they win a Super Bowl with this regime, if it's this year, next year, two years, three years, whatever, if they win a Super Bowl with this regime, they are 100% getting a third for 30. 100% getting a third for 30. They should, man. <laughs> they show all the losing in the beginning, but then they show them while they rise on top. But that that's this storyline. This this could be a big chapter to the storyline if the yeah. Lions beat the Rams this Sunday, beating Matthew Stafford. It will. I, I think it will make the 30 for 30 team. Yeah, that, that's a huge chapter to it. You know, that's the whole, that's a huge turning point. So I like it. Uh, maybe I'm getting too ahead of myself. Talk about 30 for 30 documentaries right now. And that shit wouldn't be for another 30 years. That'd be for the yeah, next, like, you remember the last, last time they won the division was 30 years? That's when the 30 for 30 documentary is coming out. Yeah, we'll be so. able to talk to us about our grandkids. Like, yeah, I was at that game. Yeah, true. <laughs> true. 
All right, guys, that's going to be a wrap to this episode. Hope you guys all enjoyed this game preview of the Rams. Um, we won't be live on Spaces or on YouTube on Sunday, but follow us on Instagram. Uh, we'll probably go live there for a little bit. It's not going to be our traditional pregame show, but it'll be a show for sure. So if you guys want to come tune in on Instagram Live, that will be a ton of fun. Again, if you guys are interested and you guys are going to be down there in downtown, hit one of us up on social media. We'll give you some more details of how this whole thing's going to go. We'd love to meet everyone out there. It's going to be a freaking blast, man. It's going to be a, a historic day. Don't care how cold it is, how whoa. if it snows, we don't whoa. care. Whoa, 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 We're going to be out there. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I care. God damn it. You're going to be out there. You have no choice. <laughs> I'm going to be out there. I'm going to leave this. You're going to be out there. Freezing my ass off. But yeah, yeah, I'm down, man. You know. Right, man, just drink a shot of fireball. You'll be fine. Yeah, all right, guys. That's a wrap. Hope you guys all enjoyed. I'm out, guys. Peace. All right, John. Your boy Malcolm, man. I can't wait to see y'all Sunday, man. Let's go, Detroit Lions. Let's get this playoff dub. Let's go, man. I am out, man. Peace. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.